feel about uh, both of us being wrong on our uh, NBA prediction? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you got to predict as it goes. Yeah. It's always something. Yeah, you know, it's like the takeaways I have, um, I still feel like if, and that's the key word with us always, if we would have had Kawhi and PG, we might have actually gotten to Western Conference Finals. Not saying we would have win, because let's just, one, just because let's be honest, that Denver team is just stacked. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I guess everyone out there that says that Denver is not not stacked, I'm like, what what fucking basketball are you watching? None. I'm just like, what do you mean they're not stacked? It's like they have they have like multiple guys at every position. Oh yeah, like it's, I, it's, I was uh, telling somebody at work like this series probably gonna be short. And they're like, what? How so? I'm like, bro, think about it. Nobody's gonna stop Joker. Let's just get that out of the way right now. But I mean, I think Bam can can nah. can give him problems. You know, maybe with, a little with with, bit. with Bam with Bam's athleticism. You know, it's like he's gonna be able to do something, but is he gonna be able to stop him? Fuck no. Like contain him, maybe. Yeah, he might be able to give him problems. But here's but he's the not problem: stop though. him from doing anything. All right, say he does contain him. You got four more people on that team to worry. about. I think Jimmy can lock up Jamal. Like I think, I think that he could guard Jamal. But I then mean, he gonna have to because Lowry can't do it. Well, Jamal's the shooting guard, so he's gonna guard him either way. Oh, I thought Jamal was more the point now. No, I thought KCP was playing the two. KCP comes off the bench. He does sometimes. He don't start every game. I'm pretty sure, like, for the most part, he's been starting, though. Well, yeah, in, in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah so I'm pretty been. sure he's going to be running the two when Jamal is at the one. It's possible. Yeah, so, I mean. Yeah, but either, either way, Jimmy, 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 Jimmy is going to guard him either way. Oh, yeah. He's, he's going to guard You got Jamal. MPJ to worry about. Right, you got MPJ. You got Gordon to worry about. And you know, KCP, like, KCP got Bruce Brown. Like, oh yeah, really? The best chance Miami has to score is that bench. That is their best chance. Oh, I mean, they're starters. You know, you got a, you got Jimmy. Um, what's that dude? Don't they start Shrews? Well, no, I'm talking when Denver's bench is in for the most part. Oh, that's their best time to put up as many points as they can. They'll be able to score with the starters on the floor too. But I mean, it's it's definitely not gonna be. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a hard one for them. It is going to be tough. Sure. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, though. Um, I mean, I knew I knew Miami was going to win. I just I was like, Boston's not going to be able to pull four straight. They did pull three straight, though, which surprised yeah. the oh, shit yeah, out of me. I was just credit. like, whoa. I was not expecting them to win three straight. So, I guess I guess uh, last on the last pod, I was like, you know, Jalen and uh Jalen and Marcus Smart talking that shit. Talking about don't let us win one, don't let us get one. And they got one and then they reeled off two more after that. So I'm like, I give them their I give them their props on that one. I think if Jason Tatum would have been a hundred percent going into game seven, it might have been a different outcome. Because mm-hmm. I know he was hurt, so I'm like yeah. I don't know. And you know, it what bugged me about him being hurt was um you really had cats out here talking about, like, oh, don't ever compare Tatum to Booker. I'm taking Booker all day. Meanwhile, I tweet back. I'm like, they 
both don't show up in elimination games, so what are you talking about? Like, we've seen this now. Uh, Jason Tatum was he had a tough series though. Exactly. I mean, on top of that, dude's literally playing with a rolled ankle. Like that's not easy. You know from yeah, proving that's, that's not, not easy, not easy to, to do. do. Nah. <laughs> the fact that he was even doing what he was doing was already like, I gotta give props where where they are. Like that's not easy, bro. So Man, he was out there. I mean, mm-hmm. you gotta give him his credit. He was out. He was out there. That's yeah. that's all you can really ask for when you when you, you know you messing around like that. It's just like he was. He showed up, you know, he, he played. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. I do have the series uh, going 4-1 Denver. I said the best chance Miami has to win a game is literally tomorrow's game, uh, which is be today it, around the time the listeners hear this. Uh, it's just, I'm thinking, you know, Miami's coming off that high of winning, so they're a little more, like, ready to get back to it, versus Denver has had a longer rest, so I think that might play a little bit of a factor, but like we've been talking about, playing in that high altitude, that's gonna be a game changer. Yeah, I mean, but you got guys, you know, especially guys like Jimmy, they, they don't, it doesn't matter what oh, yeah. you play. They, like, they, they show they, up, they're playing. Play. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Oh, real quick, though. What up to the listeners? The Old Head and the Young Podcast, episode 26. We out here. I, I know you're a little surprised to see our faces for once. I know. I know. <laughs> hey, hey, look. We, we, we going harder now. We, we got to do what we're asked to do, man. Plus, also... Now you can see the facial expressions. Uh, hey, you Megan, at me when I say something outrageous. Oh yeah, it'd be a lot of those. It'd be, it'd be a lot of those. A lot of those. Uh, so it, one thing I did want to talk with you about the whole issue with these coaches getting fired. Like I need to say this. I don't think Doc. It was Doc Rivers' fault this time. I really don't. No, I don't. I mean, I, it's just it's, he mainly got fired off of the past. <laughs> uh, honestly, I think that the reason a lot of these coaches get fired is it's all about having the right coach for the players. That's fair. You know, you'll have like guys that have a young team and then they have like a coach that doesn't do well with young players, a la Doc Rivers. Mm-hmm. Doc Rivers is not a coach that does he young needs players. Veterans, yep. He needs veterans. Everyone talks about his 08 win, you know, in Boston. It's just like, yeah, because look at his fucking team. He had a team full of established veterans that knew what to do. They made their own adjustments. Exactly. You got a guy, you got Kevin Garnett on the floor. You got Ray Allen, Paul Pierce. These guys, Rondo. Rondo, yeah. These guys know how to make their own adjustments. So it's like if something's not going the way it was drew up, those guys know, okay, well, if this isn't working, then we can do this or we can do that or we can throw the audible here or we can go here with it. They know what to do. Doc doesn't know how to coach guys that don't know how to do that. He needs guys that can make their own adjustments, which is why he doesn't know how to make adjustments. Because he doesn't have to do that half the time. He has veteran players that make the adjustments for him. You put him on a team like Philly where you got – you know, Joker, who's a, you know, or not Joker, uh, Embiid, who's, you know, fairly a young guy, you know. Yeah. He's not really a, 
that he's I mean he is kind of a veteran. He, but he's kind of reaching he, that he, stage. Yeah, he's getting there yeah. to that point. Harden, who is a veteran, you know, Harden knows better. Yeah, but Harden's never been a playoff player. Exactly. Ever. So you can't really, you know, expect him to do but so much because he ain't ever done it oh, any yeah. other time. So it's like this: the end of the year, he ain't he ain't all there. Yeah. So um. I will say, too, because there's talk, uh, Celtics, uh, um, Joe Mazzola, mm. there's talk he might uh, be out of there. But he's a young coach, man. Yeah, which I, I said I don't agree because it's like, bro, it's what, year two for him? I think, I, 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 think, I think he should stay. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's um, got young guys. He's a young coach. It makes sense. Who else? Who else? Um Nick Nurse was a little surprising to me, but at the same time, I was like, I think it was just time to move on. Like Nick Nurse is a good coach. Nick Nick Nurse just didn't have the same guys. Exactly. You know, all of the guys that he had been working with for this this time, uh, they're all on expiring contracts now, and, mm-hmm. and the Raptors are looking like they're about to just blow up and rebuild. Exactly. So, so that's why I said, okay, I get that. Somewhere else. Like it, it, that. Yeah. You know, the one I really didn't like was Monty. I understood why partially, but at the same time, I'm like, let's be honest, Tate got him fired. <laughs> yeah, the Monty, the Monty firing to me was stupid. I didn't get that. Yeah, so I was just like, look, man, like you probably should have kept Monty and should have just got rid, gotten rid of Aiden. You still on the trade block? Aiden, yeah. Aiden ain't safe right now. Oh, yeah, I know. They, they that would have been my first priority. They, they talking about they may get rid of Aiden and uh, Chris Paul. They right. might get rid of both. Oh, Chris Paul's gone. Easy. It, it sucks to say, but he's gone. I mean, honestly, I think that he could stay. Chris Paul has a better chance of staying than Aiden, I'll say that. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. but there's talk. Like, I saw one trade proposal, Aiden to uh, the Mavericks, just for them to uh, get, like, Hardaway Jr., JaVale McGee, and somebody else, but I can't recall the name. And I'm like, you know what? That is a good pick just to get some depth back because that's really what hurt them. There's not enough depth on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, I'm going to have to see because I honestly am starting to think Kyrie might stay in Dallas. Like, I'm really starting to think it might actually happen. I mean, if he get offered the right but the right deal. Well, I plus mean, also, have you seen a report that there was apparently like a handshake agreement on him getting an extension? Well, I mean, he said that he, you know, they they wanted Jason Kidd wanted to keep him there, mm-hmm. and um, he said that he wanted to stay. Oh yeah, no, like I'm honestly, like, I think they should go ahead and try it out. Cause <sighs> what was up? I just don't think it's gonna work, bro. How's that? Cause Luca. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Now, Luca is Luca is the real Luka's deal. Dog, like, yeah, Luca Luca is that guy. But but Luca is too fucking ball dominant. Amen. It's like he he has to have he has to shoot every shot. Kyrie ain't gonna want to play in that because he wants to he wants to get the ball too. Now, yeah. granted, Kyrie can play off ball, which was we've seen in Brooklyn um, with LeBron. Yeah. You know, he can play off the ball oh, very yeah. well. But Luka, even with players that play off the ball, Luka still wants to take all of the shots. Like, Luka, is, he plays in that 
that like one four flat type offense like a, a James Harden or a Gilbert Arenas, you know, where it's he's the one coming downhill with the ball every time. Uh, he's the one who makes the decision if or am I gonna score or not. And more than likely he he's the one who opts to take take the shot. I think it's so, gonna have to turn more into a coaching thing though. Like Jason Kidd's really gonna have to get on him and tell him, look, like you need to start looking at openings for other guys a little more. Right. Is I mean Luca is a very smart player. Oh yeah. He can play ball the way that you should play. Mm-hmm. He just chooses not to. Well, the before uh, like. Well, before Kyrie came, he well, didn't really just have that, enough uh, that, offensive and also before Brunson so, like kind of came into his own. He, he yeah, kinda he kind of had to do that, right? But he he still thinks that he has to do exactly. That, so know? I'm saying that's more on Jason Kidd to let him know like, you don't have to do that anymore. You have a guy that arguably is a way better scorer than Luca. Arguably, yeah, yeah, arguably. Well. Uh, I'd say they're the same, but you could arguably say uh, they're the same as far as shooting. I'd say Kyrie has a better inside game. Yeah, Kyrie definitely has a better, the better, more complete three-level drive. Scorer. Yeah, he's a he's definitely the more complete three-level mm-hmm. guy for sure. Yeah. So, but also another thing too, I wanted to say about Kyrie. Uh, so I was talking with some of my boys, and we got on the subject of you know James Harden going back to Houston. I've been saying I don't get it, and honestly, I don't think he deserves all that money he might get. And my hot take was, I think James Harden is a way bigger locker room cancer than Kyrie is. How so? Think about it like this. When John Wall first got to Houston, when he was talking about it on that one podcast, he literally said after he got done with this whole media thing, uh... James Harden literally was like, all right, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. I'm going to go party with Lil Baby. Wow. James Harden was on his way out of there. I, I feel that. But on top of that, James Harden, it, it's always about him. Like, it's never about trying to make the team better. Versus, what do you mean? It, he did that in Philly? He took the pay cut so they could get better. Hey, look, fam. I mean, he, he, was, he really put in the effort. Oh, this time, win. this time. But you gotta think, in Houston, he didn't have the pieces. And then what about Brooklyn? Well, in Brooklyn, he wanted out because of that, the front office yeah. and that whole drama with Kyrie and all of the, the him not playing because of the the, uh, the COVID shot and all of that shit. And oh, yeah. KD was injured and, you know, he basically came to Brooklyn because he wanted to be able to play with guys to win. Oh, yeah. And he gets there and then Everything is on him again, oh, which yeah. is what he was trying to get away from. Like, like the shot thing, that's one thing I'm not even going to get into. But, their front, but if you look at it, the front office was all kinds of crazy. Oh, yeah. And that's why I say, like, everybody wants to say Kyrie is a locker room cancer because of that post he made. But in reality, at, what did he do? You look at that super team. I mean, all of those guys are all on different teams now. Exactly. So it's just like, it's, like, there bro, wasn't either. Oh, yeah, it wasn't going to work. Know, yeah, that just that front office just didn't go about things no, the I right know. way. But it's like I say, like calling Kyrie a locker room cancer just sounds crazy, especially like when what people claim he did, like what was really bad about it. 
Who like, them posting that that yeah that like Jews the Negroes thing? Yeah, like you didn't say anything. All right, you literally right. just posting it with basically the intention: Hey, I watch this, you watch it, check you, it out. Yeah, I know what like, you think. Yeah, that's all he did. I mean, it's just it was. It's a, is it a controversial documentary? Yes. Oh yeah, I, I've I've seen it. Before. Oh yeah, I've so, heard things about it. I'm like, but it, it, it opens a it opens a lot of people's eyes oh, to a lot of stuff that they don't know. Oh yeah. But you also know, that's when we get into the whole, you know, history isn't taught it's all fully. it's all politics, man. Exactly. It's like they did they teach you what they want you to know. Oh yeah. Not what you should know. And that, that's why I always find it funny when cats be like, Oh, these conspiracy theories, I can they are just crazy. I'm like, oh, I don't know. When you start listening to some of these, they start some of that shit makes Making sense. Making a little bit of yeah, sense. Some of that like, shit makes sense. It's just like, all right, I see what you're yeah. doing here. So, to wrap up this basketball part, wasn't that for the Celtics? Blew the team up. You think so? Rap. Nah. I don't know, man. I think they should hold it together. They got a good I say give it they, they got one, a good two more chances. They, they got a good squad, oh, man. Yeah. They just, they, I think that their team, as constructed... It's it good works. enough to yeah. win. They just need to, for one, they need to fucking stay healthy. That's a big factor. Uh, Jalen Brown needs to work on his handles. <laughs> Thank God somebody else notices that. Jalen Brown, like, look, no disrespect, my guy. You, oh, you your, ball, hard, bro. your ball handling is very uh, uh, elementary school. like. Yeah, everybody wants to hate on Westbrook. And I'm like, like you know, see this dude? Like, Jalen Brown <laughs> still dribbles like how we were dribbling when we were coming up learning <laughs> he still looks at the ball when he dribbles mm-hmm. it's like bro like you need to look you know yeah, pick like, your head I, up. I, yeah pick I, your I, head I, up man pick your head up oh yeah you need to look at where you're trying to get to not at the ball Amen. you know that that's that's a, a big thing and he turn he turns he has a lot of a lot of turnovers that he could just not do you know, it's 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 a very fixable problem. So I mean, if he if he you know stopped with the useless turnovers on the not dribbling the ball while looking ahead of him, and you know, I think that that would help a lot. So I I wouldn't get rid of him. Yeah. But at the same time, I know Jalen is trying to get the bag, and uh, I, I just can't justify it for him. Like it's like part of me wants to, but then it's like, bro, like. I mean, I think he's a max player. Yeah, I think sure. he has the potential, but it's like, A, I don't think Al Horford's going to be there next year. I think he might call it, but who knows? I could be way wrong. I could be. Yeah, I mean, he is up there. Yeah, I mean, so my thing is, I think they need to get another big man. Because Robert Williams is good, but it's like, he kind of like, I... I think he's ready to take that leap. Yeah, he's right there. Yeah, he's right there. But it's like, yeah, he's, he's just he's, got a few he, more things he needs to work on. He's still pretty raw when mm-hmm. it comes to certain things. Yeah. So, I mean, on the defensive end, though, he's 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 there. Mm-hmm. He's, he's right there. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So I mean, he, I think um, he's, he's good. Derek White stepped up. I really like to see that. From yeah, him. Derek White. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon just kind of does what he does. Like but he was he was he was hurt. Too. Yeah, that too. Well, like. In terms of, like, just player-wise, like, he kind of just does what he does. Like, I never expect too much from him, but I, at the same time, like, I know what he's capable of. So, it's like, 
when I when they first picked him up, I was like, that's actually pretty solid. Yeah, great pickup. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. They, Tate, Tatum's case, he's probably the one. I'm like, he's he's the constant. Well, bro. it's like you you need to go like get your psyche together, bro. It's something because like when it's time for you to show us that you were that dude, you can't do it. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a mental thing. I think it's uh he just tries he tries a little bit too hard because it's like when he goes out there and he wants to, you know, be on, you know, I'm that dude, he just forces up shots that he shouldn't take. It's he doesn't it, he tries he tries a little bit too hard. Instead of him just playing his game and doing what he does, he goes out there and he tries to do all of this extracurricular shit and it's just like bro just relax man like did, don't force up bad shots just because you think you have to when you don't just play your game do what you do you can come off the dribble and you can get that get that mid-range pull up do that you see your boy Jalen open over there go ahead hit him with that like don't you know go and try to take jump shots over like three people just because you think you gotta do that like don't <laughs> don't 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 do that, you know. I mean, and Devin Booker is guilty of the same thing. Oh, yeah. You know, he comes into games where it's like, oh, this is a big game. It really matters. And oh, he, yeah. He starts forcing up that's, shots that's and he I just said. doesn't, he, it just doesn't, doesn't land for Oh, him. yeah. That's why I said the only thing that separates him to, to me, is defense. That's the only thing that really separates him to. Yeah, that's, that's a fair assumption. Yeah. So I'm like, I mean, they're practically the same player to me, other than defense. Yeah, I mean, it's a it, it is a pretty decent comparison. Yeah, they they definitely have a, a similarity mm-hmm. to the way they do things. Oh, yeah, but sure. hey, they're both Kobe products. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> that's why I say when people want to hate on either or like. People like to say I'm a Devin Booker hater. No, I'm just honest about him. I mean, Devin Booker is just a, he's a great player. He's a good, he's I a, can't he's a good say he's not. He but, just he just needs to he needs to relax. Exactly. It's like bro, chill. Like you're that gifted in terms of, like one of the most gifted scorers I've ever seen. He just needs to relax. Exactly. He's he, like, he, take it easy. He takes it's if he's if he comes in and his shots not falling. He will literally shoot you out of a game. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, dude, come on. Like, I understand. I mean, I give him his props. He's got that shooter's confidence where it's like mm-hmm. short memory, doesn't fall, keep shooting. But it gets to a point where it's like, all right, like, it's just not it's not falling. I'm just not feeling it tonight. It's not falling for me. I, I don't know. And they everyone has games like that. It's not just you. You know, everybody has those games. Exactly. And it's like when those games happen – you need, you know, you need to use that brain, bro. You need to use that IQ. What else can I do? Mm-hmm. If the shot's not falling, you know, I pick it up on defense, get more rebounds. Oh, yeah. Uh, do I start doing, you know, being a playmaker? Like, what else can I do to impact the game other than jack up a lot of shots that ain't gonna fall? Like, oh, yeah. you need to do something else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're gonna see, uh, especially... This offseason, there's going to be some moves. Like, I guarantee it. Um, oh, yeah. Most, yeah, most so, definitely. I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm curious to see what, what, what we're going to do. I'm like, Did you gonna... see the news? Uh, apparently, they're 
old Stay Longer might never play again. Oh, that's they've been saying that now for a while. That ever since he had that, uh, he had to have a because he had to have a third surgery. Yeah. Um, a few months ago, and they're saying depending on how he bounces back from this one, it may determine if he ever plays again. Yeah. So I mean, that's tough. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna need to we're gonna need someone to replace him. Cause I mean that team ran well with him being the floor general that he is. It was like we we need that. So I mean I don't know what we're gonna do, but we need to do something. Like, there was talk about uh about Debo maybe going somewhere else, and um I forget what else they were talking about. I know they wanted to re-sign Vucevic, but I'm just like, man. oh snap. Tim just sent a uh, thing in the uh, group chat. Um, Shannon Sharp has reached a buyout agreement with Fox Sports, uh, ending his partnership with Skip Bayless. Thank the Lord. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I ain't going to miss it. Skill, skill. <laughs> I, I'm going to miss that. That shit used to be funny to me. Oh, yeah. Come on, skill. Like I'm not gonna lie, to I knew it, I knew it was gonna happen sooner or later. Oh man, Shannon Sharp got too big, man. Well, not even just that. When you kind of felt the tension after a while. Like, when he started there, Shannon Shannon Sharp, he got to give his respect to Skip though. Skip Skip requested him. Oh yeah. Like Skip was like, no, I want that guy. Like oh, yeah. He he brought him into the fold. Yeah. But. Shannon, you know, he got on TV and he he ran away with it. I mean, oh, he, yeah. he stole the show. Oh yeah, I he mean, stole the show. I mean, let's keep it. Black. Like, Shannon, he, he a character. Dude. Shannon is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I'm I, curious I, to see what he's gonna do next, though. I mean, you, have you ever seen his show? His uh, the club Shay Shay. Jones? I think so. He he actually does does well. Oh yeah. So I mean, he could do his own shit. Hey, I'm I'm pretty sure that. The, Hell, Fox Sports might give him his own. Who knows, man? His own show. You might see him on uh, all the smoke. <laughs> He's been on there. Well, no, I mean, like as an actual like co-host. Oh, my, uh, he might go to uh, Showtime Basketball yeah. and have his own thing. Yeah. You know, Rachel Nichols has her oh, own yeah. thing on hey, Showtime. Hey, kudos to her uh, too. KG. Oh yeah. And they all. You know, it. I said too, and I still stand by. I don't like how. Uh, Rachel Nichols got fired. Like, yeah, I didn't Because like I'm like, bro, like, to be fair, what she said was spot on. Like, you know, like, it was just the wrong timing to say it. That's basically all it was. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it, with, like, with everything that was going on at it, the time. It, worst timing. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally all it was. So, <laughs> I am glad, though, that she has her own show now because she definitely has earned it. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I, I still don't like that, man. I mean, it's like, how can you be, how could you fire her over something like that when she has so much respect from the players? Exactly. That's like 90% of the players. In the and and just like, like they, they all like her. Wait, when you look back at her history, like on how much she's worked to even get to where she's at, like. It, For like, them to pull the race card on her was really fucked up, though. I'm just like, come on, her I, of all people. Like, I do, I do agree, because it's like, you know, it is already tough enough for women to get into anything sports analyst wise. Like, yeah. it's it's already hard enough. And she was just saying, you know, 
don't like make it harder for me just because you're put in this position now because of what's going on in the world. Like we're both women at the end of the day. We both deserve our flowers. Right. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. Uh-huh. Poll question for the week. Which one are you? Frugal or cheap? Um, I'd say I'm more frugal than cheap. Yeah, the same, same. I mean, look, look. Yeah, I you mean, it, it's, <laughs> a, I mean on, it, it's a big selection, but it's curated properly. Exactly. Yeah, so, frugal. oh, trust me, I don't, I don't <laughs> knock it, bro. Like, most people think that, you know, I just spend money willy-nilly. I really don't. Like, if I was cheap, then... This, this shit wouldn't yeah, even you, be here. You yeah. probably only have, like, at most this side. Because <laughs> the camera isn't picking up over here fully. Yeah. 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 So, a lot of people don't understand the difference between cheap versus frugal. And really, the main difference is you're very selective on what you buy. Right. But when it comes to being frugal, you will pay for quality. If you get it at a cheaper price, that's better. Versus being cheap, you're buying what you need as cheaply as you can. Bare minimum. Yes. Yeah, you'll you'll spend the bare minimum. You know, you go and you'll buy a like to me. I looked at my like my grandfather. God right. rest his soul. I used to used to make fun of him because uh, <laughs> I remember when I was in high school, uh, we were putting clothes up like on the clothesline for y'all young people that don't know what a clothesline is. You know, it's a, you hang your clothes up outside so they could dry. You know, he lived in the country, so he they I mean they had a washer and a dryer, but uh, for some reason they put their shit on the clothesline. I don't know mm-hmm. old folk shit, but he you know. He was joking with me, and he was just like, I think I was probably, what, maybe like 13? He said that he had draws older than me. And I'm just like, but why, though? Like, you ain't you ain't broke. And you go in his room, and he's got like a dresser drawer, and it's like, motherfucker's got a drawer full of unopened packs of brand new draws. And I'm just like, well, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I mean, it, it, he was the dude. He he was literally stuck in 1975. Like he he wore he wore clothes. Just jacket. He wore clothes in the in the 90s that were like from the 70s. You know, flannel shirts with the pockets, and you know, and he roll up in the car dealership and pull stacks of cash out of his pockets and he would just buy shit cash and we ain't talking about no used shit we talking about brand so, new it's kind of fair to say like it has some country ways in his name my granddad was uh I mean he was one of those people that had money but he didn't like to look like he had money. oh okay I got you so it was like he just kind of <laughs> acted and did things like a regular person, but he, oh, yeah. he had money like that, but he just didn't want people to, yeah. you know. Well, no, because uh, my mom's very frugal, and uh, now she's uh, retired, which congrats to her still. 
Um, and she still preaches to me, like, you need to learn how to be more frugal, which I'm trying. I'm trying. I look at it like this. Being frugal is all about living within your means. Mm-hmm. It's Amen. like, if, as long as you live within your means and you're comfortable, then you're good. Oh, yeah. Like, don't be out here on some, you know, we, we know plenty of people that are guilty of that. You know, they, 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 they got to be that dude. So, hey, it's like they out here spending money and living, living beyond their means mm-hmm. just because, oh, I get a good, I get a good, uh, a good reel on the gram and, or I can do this, this, that, and the third, or people look at me like this way. If I'm doing this, 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 and this, but it's like, okay, yeah, it, it might look good from a, a outside perspective, but like they don't see you at the crib when you struggling to put food on the table or whatever mm-hmm. else is going on at home. You know, it's like they don't see all of that. They just see you out here, out here flossing. But that's like, yeah, nigga, that floss got a price, and it's just like you, you can be, you know, out here flossing on the outside trying to look like something that you ain't but at home you you hurt so i'm just kind of like yeah i mean it's it's don't be cheap and not enjoy yourself but just enjoy yourself within your means yeah yeah and you know it's like i did like because i have this talk with my moms all the time just because you know i'm kind of Getting to a point, you know, I told her, like, once, like, either one of the businesses, you know, got up and going pretty well to where I was making good money, I wanted her to be my financial advisor. You know, hey, give her something to do since she's retired, because I know she's getting bored. (laughs) But also, just I know she knows how to handle money properly. And I told her, the problem I have is, you know... It's kind of hard to, like, be frugal with money, especially when you don't have, like, a good-paying job, in a sense. Because, I mean, heck, I'm big on being transparent about myself and what I do. Like, I mean, yes, I have my regular 9-to-5. I detail cars still. And, yeah, we don't make money off of this yet. Let's just keep that in mind. But what about what about your uh what about your side hustle with the crack? That's not, <laughs> not you got me confused with somebody <laughs> else. <laughs> nah, but I mean yeah, it's, it's especially in today's economy, yeah, man. With like, the way the cause of living cost is of living just so is going crazy, crazy right bro. now, it's 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 hard, man. I I feel it. Yeah. Um. But I I was telling her like look like. Whatever I decide to do, you know, whether it's making money off this, attempting to make money off this, or detailing, like, you know, definitely once the, like, good money starts coming in, like, yeah, I'm really going to be frugal. Like, hey, I was just talking with you and Wes the other day, and I was telling y'all, like, um, me getting that Porsche, like, I'm going to have to put that on hold for two more years because, hey, I was having a thought just rearranging the house, I'm like... We need some more space, dog. <laughs> like, this is too small. Like, now you're gonna have to put that on hold for like another five years. Hey, that right. Porsche gonna be your five year plan, exactly, dog. When you hit, when you hit, when you, yeah, you, you basically, you know what, we'll do this. When you, when you hit, when you hit 30, then we'll, we'll talk about it. Hey, hey, look. We'll re, 
revisit this conversation at thirty. So you you got you got about what four more years. <laughs> so we'll we'll t- we'll talk <sighs> about it. we'll talk about it again then. Dang, yeah, turn twenty seven this year. Dang. So you got so you got three years then. So yeah, we'll we'll talk about it then. Fair enough. Fair enough. Telling you, man, like that. I I started when I was your age. I was already planning out what I was gonna be driving at thirty. Because that's the that's the best time, man. When you, yeah. when, when, you when you hit thirty, that's when life changes. Not in a weird way where you start falling apart and shit. Because I ain't started doing that yet. I just turned thirty seven on Sunday, so I'm like, yeah, that don't happen. But like, <laughs> oh man, you start you start to kind of remember uh, the mistakes you made in your twenties. And then it's like when you get into your thirties, you kind of go into it with a with a with a broader perspective. You're smarter. Mm-hmm. You know what to do, what not to do. So you look at things a little different. And um, I mean, I was I said I said I wanted a Corvette when I hit thirty. I said I wanted to get a vet. I didn't get one. I tried though. You know, when I I tried when I was thirty, I was out here looking for one. I just couldn't find one that I wanted. You know, most people would have been like, oh, you should have just bought the first one that popped up. No. It's like, just because I said I wanted a vet well, when I, mean, I turned 30. Plus also, we're car people. Exactly. I'm still a car guy at the end of the day, so I'm not just going to buy anything. You know, if that was the case, yeah, I could have been had one. Hey, but. man, that's like saying I want to go buy a Beamer, or I want to go buy a nice Beamer, and instead of getting the M3, you go buy a 330i. Like, come on, bro, just... Get the M3 <laughs> or uh, buy a Mercedes. That's don't a, buy an AMG. If you're not going to buy an AMG, don't buy a Mercedes. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but you got to think that's also a sizable price jump. Look, fam, I do from, not care. From an AMG to a regular I Benz, do not like, that's care. a big price jump. Actually, it, it depends on the year. You should because care. You want to pay 40000 or you want to pay 100000 Like that's how to pay 100000 for all of them. Shit. What good AMG ain't $100,000? To be fair, I just saw a 2018. <laughs> we ain't talking about no CLA AMG with the force. No, no, no. We talking about a C63 AMG or better. $100,000. Come on now. No regular person is buying that. Bullshit, you see him every day around here. <laughs> no see, regular person that does not know what they're looking at. A C-Class at. is an entry-level Benz, dog. Exactly. Most people go for C-Class Benz. That's what I said, C63. That's the AMG No, C-class. like just the regular Cs. If you want to, like you said, now, if you, you got to buy know, AMG, right? But, but it's, I'm saying most people that don't know what they're looking for. No, we're talking about us. Okay. You, you okay. said if you're gonna buy a Benz, buy a AMG. Yep. You can get a regular C class for about 40, 45, 50, depending on what which one. Uh AMG is a hundred. That's a big price jump. I still don't think it's a hundred, but yeah, C sixty three AMG is a hundred right. grand. Alright. I mean you can get like a basic model for about ninety, but I mean that's, that's still a hundred grand. Here. Older, well, yeah, you can get an old one, yeah, yeah, but I mean, come on, dog, you, you you trying to be you trying to be that dude? You gotta get a you gotta get a new well, one. Well, I mean, I ain't trying to be out here <laughs> two miles an hour so everybody sees me. Like, no, nah, I'm I'm trying to go fast, dog. So 
they got power, dog. Yeah, they do that. Look, man, I ain't trying to be driving 100 miles per hour in a boat. We'll get you an E-Class. Yeah. And yeah, nah, I'll just, uh, yeah. I'll just stick with Porsche or Beaner. I mean, know, Black Man's Wheels, right? Well, hey, man, it is what it is. Hey, look, hey, that's what I'm saying. But at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, it, this is probably the hottest take I'm going to make today. Oh, shit. I can't stand cheap people. I'm not gonna lie to you, but there's there's a level of cheap that I can't stand. It's like, say you know, I ask you for like five dollars because I'm just short of something. Like, hey, let me get this five dollars real quick. I, I got you, <laughs> nigga. If you come to me, oh, like. Literally an hour later, why you got that five dollars? Like, nigga, <laughs> I just borrowed it. <laughs> like, yeah, bro. Like, I, I tell everyone, like, bro, Yo. you asked me for like ten dollars at most. Chances are, I'm not gonna care if you pay me back or not. It's when you start asking me for like fifty, a hundred. That's when I start caring. Yeah, that makes but sense. like ten dollars at most, I'm not gonna care. <laughs> like, don't even. I tell people at the time when they ask me for like ones, fives, tens, like, oh, bro, I don't care. I know I can make that bag pretty easily, so I'm yeah. not gonna trip about it. If you over here sweat me over five dollars. Oh, no, no, no. Like, we we might throw hands. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I'm like, bro. You going to fight over $5, nigga? Oh, no. I'm going to fight there because they was asking Come me on, about dog. $5. Like, I'm about to fight over $5. Yeah, like $5. Y'all like, tripping. Yeah, you tripping because you asked me about you $5. fighting over $5, man. Come on, dog. Uh, nah. <laughs> but still, nah, I'm like, like, bro, like. You asking me for five dollars back? Like, uh, I yeah, I know a lot of people like that. Nah, I can't. A lot stand, of people. Like I can't that. stand that. Bro. It's just like, well, like that is one thing. Like, I don't get irritated too often. That is one thing that that'll literally enrage me. That <laughs> level of cheapness. Hey man, you got that five? What <laughs> five? Like just because you said something? Hell no, no. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm good. <laughs> like it, I'm leaving <laughs> five dollars, please. That's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, but that, but that's real though. Like, exactly, that's real like, though. bro. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> it's like you tripping off five bucks. Exactly. Like, like I said, fifty minimum. I know the cost of living has gone up quite a bit. But five dollars? Come on, dog. I'm, I'm just saying, man. I've seen a panhandler make five dollars asking one person. So, it's like, like clearly, yeah. you can make five dollars pretty easily. Yeah, you should. Be. I give five dollars to the panhandlers if I got it. Like, yeah, I'm like, if I got it, on like, me. go get you a drink, dog. Yeah, yeah, like, like, go on, man. Especially living out here in Arizona, like, go get you some water. Like, I ain't gonna have you dying of thirst out here. I at least have some. <laughs> that's all I'm saying, though, fam. Like, ah, man. Yeah, I, I, I can, I can, I can agree with you on that one. That, that's a little much. That's pushing. Yeah, bro, I don't know. Like, it, it, how 
about the whole frugal versus cheap overall? I mean, it's definitely a conversation. Because a lot of people, like you said, they don't get the difference. They yeah. don't they don't understand. Yeah. You know, it's like being cheap is just like a whole different thing. It's just like being cheap, you cut a lot of corners. Mm-hmm. You know, you be on some funny shit over five dollars, like you said. <laughs> like, you know. It's just like, why are you tripping off oh, five bucks, bro? God, like, man. relax, relax. Yeah. But you know, it, it's like every it's like when you're cheap, it's like every penny matters. But like my granddad, for example, that motherfucker was the stingiest thing <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> He he was a man. Oh my! He acted God. he acted like he was the brokest dude ever, and it's like, come on, Papa, like I, like, who, who are you talking to? Like, right fam, I know you got it. I was like, I know you got it. Like, like come on, man. bro, I just found you whipped up like a ten k wide out of your pocket. I know you got it. See, I'm saying I'm more than that. See, oh <laughs> uh, hey, did he have the rubber bands on it? Of course. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> it's like, Papa, you're dope, man. Right, <laughs> like, he, had it, he, had it, he had it on time. <laughs> he was smart with his money, though, man. He had a, he put his money, um, he did a lot of uh, stocks, bonds, and stuff, like, in the 70s. Hey, and smart. You know, he saved all that money, and, oh, you know, man. by the time he got to the 90s, when he retired, like, he was sitting on some money. Mm-hmm. On some real money. Yep. And I'm just like, damn, okay. Like, yep. my grandpa always used to tell me that money is just a tool to make more money. Yep. Hey, that amen. was that was his thing. You know? Amen. I am never going to disagree with that. He 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 had he had it, man. He had he had that idea. He oh, had yeah. he had the system down. You know. Well, it, it's like I always say too. Like, it, you know, the most cliche saying, "Scared money don't make no money." Yeah. And I mean, that is the fairest thing. Like. I tell people all the time, like, doing uh, this media stuff, or heck, even doing my detailing, like, if you really saw how much I've invested into bowl, like, you really think I was crazy. Like, you really think I was crazy. Like, think about it like this. Since, since uh, we started doing this, have I asked you for a single cent of investment? No. Exactly, because I don't want to, because it's all on me, I feel. Like, yes, I'm bringing you along with me and anything you want to do, believe me, I'm going to do my outmost to help you do it. I mean, the only thing, the only thing that you've asked me to invest in this is my time. Yeah, exactly. Because time is definitely way more valuable than money in certain cases, but overall it takes money to do all this. Oh, yeah. So it's like, bro, like, I want to say the most I spent in bulk is probably like about 10, 20K altogether. Really? In bulk. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> just, just in terms of equipment. I want to say it's closer to 10K, but I, I could be wrong because I just have not totaled it. And that's just like, not even just equipment, but that's like, you know, just bills, gas, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, yeah, it, it's a lot, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> going on these trips, like, Things seeming cheap, bro. No, it's not. <laughs> it, 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 like that well, ticket is cheap. Everything else it adds up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, for, so. for you it was exactly. So I'm like, <laughs> bro. I'm like, for me, I'm like, I got a timeshare, so I'm exactly. like, hey, I didn't have to spend no crazy amount of money on no hotel. Oh yeah, so <laughs> people, they, 
I tell people all the time, like, if you were really trying to be an entrepreneur or, like, just on a business overall, you really have to accept you're going to spend a lot more money than you make in them first three years. Sure. Yeah. I like, because SEMA wasn't crazy expensive for me, because timeshare. Yeah. Shout out all y'all listening. Get you a fucking timeshare. It, 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 it comes in handy. <laughs> it definitely comes frugal, in handy. Right? It, it's frugal. Yes. Because <laughs> you, you'll spend money on it every year, obviously, to pay on it. But when you go on trips, you ain't paying crazy amounts of money for a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Like, you said, you how much did you pay for your uh, room in Vegas? It was, it was like, better. what, six, seven something? Yeah, about like 700. About 700? Yeah. I paid... But you know, in hindsight, like 700 actually ain't bad, especially like being on the strip. You more, you more than doubled. Yeah. What I paid. You see, and my room was a hell of a lot nicer than yours. I had a full living room, a full kitchen. That's why we doing some, you know, banking for this. Yeah. <laughs> like my shit. Problem is, is, you were just so far from everything. Well, that was because I had to get it last minute, so. That was that was that reason. Yeah. This year I'm gonna be much closer because now that I know for sure, you know what we're gonna do. It's like I'm gonna fucking get my shit like months ahead of time, not like last year where it was like the I didn't know if, you know it was minute. last minute because oh, yeah. you know I didn't know if he was gonna come or not come or whatever was gonna happen in yeah. last minute. So it was like that was why that happened that way, but. If I would have done it earlier, I could have got something much closer. Like when I went to uh, Vegas for her birthday, we stayed at uh, Tahiti Village this time. And Tahiti Village is literally like right there at the, like, the strip starts here. Mm. Tahiti Village is right here. Mm. So it's like you have the Welcome to Vegas sign. And you know how the the freeway goes underneath right there. Tahiti Village is right next to the freeway. Mm. So it's like right there. And I'm just like, see, if, it, if I, I, I would have got in earlier, I could have got a, a suite there. Yeah. And that was that would have been way closer. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's still when you do it, you got to make sure you travel like an adult. You know, don't do that stupid shit where these young kids think that, oh, I'm going to go on a trip or I want to travel. And then they wait till, okay, we're going to leave next week. Let's get everything done now. No, motherfucker, you need to do this shit months ahead of time. Oh, that and Your also plane like, tickets cost less yeah. when you do it ahead of time. Your hotels cost less when you do it ahead of time. Yeah. Everything is cheaper. Yeah, it's than like, it bro, you don't gotta stay at the win. Like you don't have to. Hell no. Like look, like heck, even if I was balling, I don't gotta stay there. Shit, when I was younger, I mean, in my like, 20s and shit, I used to stay at, like, fucking any, like, Motel 6s, Holiday Inns, like, it didn't matter. Like, it's like, bro, like, at that point, <laughs> better off just getting an Airbnb, bro. Like, shit, if they had Airbnbs back then, we probably would have been on that, because it would have been, yeah. it definitely would have been easier, for I sure. I don't know, I think we might have to do that this year, though. What, Airbnb? <laughs> yeah, I think we might have to. Uh, that one, man, wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah, no, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, but overall though, yeah, I, I'd say be frugal before you be cheap. One for this week, uh, I assume you saw the whole Nike thing they were talking about. 
I don't know. They're searching for their new breakthrough because you have nothing but like air maxes and etc. just sitting. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a tricky topic because it's like. I mean, I'm sure they get. Well, I mean, they they want to. They usually expand on the Air Max brand mm-hmm. and do like some type of different. Yeah, like new Air Max. Yeah. but it's like. I, I said it, like, especially, like, after listening to a Sneak Disc today, because um, they touched on it very well. And Greg has said it numerous times on how Nike can pretty much fix all their problems, but he didn't want to repeat it again. But it's, like, it's funny to me, like, just thinking about it. Like, literally, us, the consumers, we know exactly what they need to do. And they just won't do it. Now, of course, some of our opinions may be different. But it's like in terms of things that will kind of bring that interest back. Like, I think just us as a consumer, they need to just really start listening to us more. (laughs) Motherfuckers is cheap. Period. Expound on that a little bit more. I mean, think about it. They have, they could afford really to do anything they want. But they don't want to pull the trigger on it because they don't want to spend the money. R&D, testing, all of these things they have to do. They don't want to to do that. That's why they just keep regurgitating Air Maxes. Because they already get it. Exactly. It ain't broke, don't fix it. It's like all we got to do is restructure the bubbles, put a different kind of bubble, or whatever the case may be. Different, you know. Some Maybe different materials, a colorway they've never seen. Like. Right, materials, different materials mm-hmm. on this one or something like that. I mean, it, you know, they just kind of keep rehashing because they don't have to do any R and D, no testing or anything. It's just there. All they got to do is oh, we just change this, 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 and this, and boom, throw it out there. Okay, well, it's like I think they need to. For one, they need to stop bringing in so many celebrities to like do collabs with i mean as far as that yeah that that uh, like it's just over i mean it, it brings hype but it, it's getting over it's, it, it is yeah. yeah but also like here's my problem with just you know in terms of just the consumers like we've talked about this numerous times i'm gonna say like this Sneakerheads, sneaker culture is dying for the masses. Now, that's not a bad thing. It's really not. That's actually good for us that actually like sneakers for the sneaker. We're not looking at how much can I resell these for. We like the shoes because we like the shoes. That's why it's good. Because look at resale markets right now. Probably the lowest they've been in quite a long time. So I literally been telling people, if there's something you want, now is your time to go get it. It sucks you have to pay a couple hundred dollars extra, but at least it's cheaper versus paying like three to five hundred dollars extra. Yeah. So you kind of have to look at it. It's still a negative, but you have to kind of turn it into a positive. Right. So I've been saying, look, Sneaker culture has sadly, it's peaked. 
but that's mainly for the masses. For us as sneaker heads, it's kind of like think about how we did the reset sneaker culture campaign. Right. Technically, it's happening. Like it's technically happening. Sure. Like you see reseller getting all mad because uh, shoes that they bought hundreds to thousands of pairs of are not selling. They're breaking. That's good <laughs> if you actually want the sneaker to wear it. I mean, I, I don't understand this whole thing about bricks. Exactly. It's I'm like, just like, who gives a shit? It's like, we we want shit to be sitting on the shelf. Exactly. So it's like, what are you? why are you mad that it's on the shelf? Well, like, sneaker, sneaker heads you know? are, some sneaker heads are just super fickle. I mean, I think that it's all, you know, it's only the young people. Yeah. These, these, these so-called sneakerheads that are like 25 and under you know it, it, it's like really come on dog uh, I'd, I'd say out of like out of a group of five you probably only see at most two but that's even a stretch that actually like the shoe because they want to wear it oh yeah everything is all about how much can i get for it yeah so but yeah. also like another point i go into like you know going back to the whole frugal versus cheap like you know, y'all like to, you know, crack your jokes about me uh, buying mainly collabs and all that. But at the same time, I'm just very selective of what I buy. Because, say, you know, I see a shoe that costs like $1,000. I got like two pairs that I don't even wear, really, that resell for like 500 each. Oh, let me go sell those and get that one because I want that one more. I mean, I, it's like you said earlier, my collection is very curated. It's like, but I mean, it, it, this didn't, this wasn't an overnight thing. Oh, like, yeah. I, it's taken me, fuck, what, <laughs> over, over, two over, decades. Yeah, all, over 10 years yeah. to, to, to get here. Oh, yeah. I mean, in 07. Oh, yeah, I probably yeah. won't ever get here personally. I mean, in 07, I liquidated my first collection because, you know, I got to a point where I was just like, I don't even stuff and it's people wanted to buy it off me and it was was, I would rather use the money for something else Mm -hmm. and um, at the end of 09 or in 09 period I started to kind of you know tiptoe back into it a little bit and from then on until now I mean this is where I'm at you know it, it took a long time because of me being frugal and selective of what I buy I didn't just jump at anything it was just like oh, I'm not gonna buy it unless I actually want it mm-hmm. and it just kind of went from there so you know I feel it this it's all of you know it's all a, a a chess match to kids now about okay how much can I sell this for yeah. or how much hype am I gonna get off this yeah. It's never a oh well you know what I actually like this shit I'm gonna buy this because I I, I fuck with it and I want to wear it it's not it's it's not about that anymore that's like the the culture has shifted it's not about you know being different and wearing what you want it's all about oh I gotta wear what what the what the machine is telling me to wear oh yeah well <laughs> that's another thing too like I talk about it all the time like it's multiple things that have killed sneakers culture and you know it starts with us like we've all played a part in it you know whether it's you know hyping certain sneakers up following trends resale like 
we've all kind of played our part in it. But also, overall, I feel it just got to a point like, we made it known that it was cool to be a sneakerhead, so everybody started becoming a sneakerhead all of a sudden. Yeah. And that's really what killed it. Yeah. I will always stand by that point. Not everybody needs to be in the sneakers. Like, it's just not for everybody. It's yeah. not it should not be considered the cool thing to do. Now, if you want to do it, hey, cool, but it's like you kind of almost have to pay your dues. It's like anything. Because think about us being uh, car guys. When was it cool to be a car person? When the first Fast and Furious came out, everybody wanted to be in the cars all of a sudden. Yeah. Then it died, and it became more a niche thing. Then it picked back up in roughly 2010s, from what I saw. Like, it picked up more so for my age group. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and now it's kind of starting to, 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 to yeah, go down again. again. Yeah, because yeah. it's like you're seeing like most of these people are only in the cars because everybody else is in the cars. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so it's like Car, cars is an expensive hobby. Exactly, it's expensive. Oh, I mean, yeah. if, if you if you have, I uh, probably say cars and sneakers are two some of the worst. Or, well, worse in regards to it's gonna hurt your wallet. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's expensive, <laughs> but um, it's definitely not cheap. Yeah, I I just look at it like this: like I think it's good at what's going on, you know, in terms of like you see like the hype with sneakers is kind of dying out. Now that resale uh, market, it's going to hurt it majorly. It has already. Yeah, and I say too, um, because. It gets betrayed. Like, I hate resellers. I really don't. I just hate people that do bad business, like I've said repeatedly. Because, sadly, sneaker culture does need that resale market somewhat. Because that's how you get some of the older stuff that is harder to find. So, sadly, there is a place for it. It's like an ecosystem, basically. Like, yeah. everything plays a role. But... It's like now you have it being hurt so bad that it's to the point like people are just trying to sell whatever for whatever they can get it for and people aren't taking advantage. <laughs> no, I like mean they're complaining. Well, right now the resale market is crazy like um let me see if I can find them. Oh, I think they're right over here. Actually, yep, right here. Prime example something about the archives. I am. These. This shoe. Right here. Do you know how much people are reselling this damn thing for? I'm going to take two guesses. Okay. 500. Take your next one. <laughs> what? Do I need to go higher or lower? Higher. Oh, wow. <laughs> Five grand. Oh, I'm right there, kind of. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Any anywhere in anywhere from three to five. And, and you know what's funny? I actually don't even know what this model is. Can you explain for the listener? This is a Nike 
Flight Posit 3. It came out, uh, it was like two, 2000, 2002, 2003. Hold on, I actually got, since I'm old, I got the, the date on the box. 2003. Mm. January 2003. Mm. This particular colorway is actually super rare. Really? And, yeah. And it's these things go for dumb money. Like three to five thousand dollars for this. It's fucking insane. I'm I'm I'd scratch my head every time I see it. I'm just like, but I I would love another pair of them, honestly. I mean these are in decent condition for them being as old as they are. But, you know, it would be cool to have another one. And we have never um we haven't gotten a retro of this yet. Nike, you you watching this, you hearing this, you need fucking retro flight posit threes. It could be the color that came out in the store, which was the black with the blue straps. Uh, some any anything, something. We need a retro. Yeah, you're almost doing all black and yeah. Yeah, they have OGs one. are gonna want it. They had one that's all black, black straps, mm -hmm. bubbles were still white, oh, everything else is all black. Then they had one with the black with the blue straps. Which was the original colorway. Um, I mean, then you had the uh, like the the other one offs like these. You had like the white with red, and you had like white with green, and I think they had one with blue straps, white. The white ones were more so like the the ones that they made for like teams, and uh, you could only get them at at, at, e at East Bay mm. in the in the cut the white color. Like they ne they never re Nike never released a white colorway into like sneaker stores, like this was you know you had to get these on online and I mean it's it's a it's a dope shoe to me like I would wear these again wear these more if they had a retro like I would definitely buy another pair of these to wear. Do I wear these? I haven't in a long time just because I'm kind of scared to like. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I'm just like I don't 2003, know. 2003. Oh yeah, like, one just, step. Like, and it's like, like oh no. I'm like these straps is already you know, a little brittle, and I'm just kind of like I don't wear these things, yeah. and then they start falling apart on me. But. Yeah, but bro, it, it's like things like that though. Like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's great pieces. Now. Greg asked a good question: If Nike fumbles the bag, is it over for sneaker culture? What do you mean fumbles the bag? Fumbles like, if the bag. they don't figure out a way to bring interest back. Honestly, I've said this from the beginning. Bringing interest back to sneakers is all about retros. Bring back the shit that people fucking like. Stop bringing out all of this bullshit that no one cares about. Bring back the shit that people but like. Also, I think that's kind of a problem, too. It, um, well, if, well, we're, if we're talking about gate bringing interest, you want to bring the pe sneakers are all about nostalgia, man. People, people like us that you know grew up in the culture, you know, like older guys like me, it, the, like sneakers are nostalgia for us. Yeah, but see, that's a problem too. Like nostalgia is a drug at the end of the day. Like, well, you get so into it that it's like you kind of miss a lot well it's nostalgia for us in a way that it's like we want to buy the shit that we wanted coming up that we couldn't get 
and now that we are old, you know, old enough to afford things and we make our own money. Yeah. It's like, man, we can buy them. You know, it's yeah. so, it's like, retro that shit so we can get it. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, they're talking about, uh, let me get behind you real quick. They talk about next year, um, spring 2024. You know what I'm saying? I'll bring those they they back. Bring, they bringing bringing these back. This is I mean they 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 didn't they bought back uh, these in 2017. This this is this is an, an OG pair for you know the, the the listeners and the the viewers. This this is from uh, 2009. This is the the Taiwan pair because Taiwan they, foam posit. Well, they well they um no it's the eggplant. But the thing is when they released this. They released this one in 09, which was the original, and then they released another one in 2010 that was made in China, mm. but it was a different shade of purple. Oh, okay. And then, then, you know, they didn't retro again until 2017, and that one looked more like the 2010 pair. Mm-hmm. The 2010 pair had an icier sole. Yeah. The purple was a little bit darker, but uh, this is the 09, which is the original one, okay. the first one. Well, and, it, it seemed like uh, I stopped into... Uh, Zoomies at uh, Arrowhead Mall and talked with our one homie that works there. Right. Yeah, and um, I was telling him, like, yeah, man, you know, them Janowskis came back. I had to cop. You were like, what? You got them? I'm like, bro, that's one shoe I've said I will always buy if I like the colorway. These, like, is this this is, like, for us old people, this, this was something that we wanted when it came out and it, I mean, Two hundred dollars in nineteen ninety seven was a lot of fucking money. That's fair. And you know, and me at that, I was like, what eleven? My oh, mom yeah. wasn't buying me no damn two hundred dollars oh, shoes. Yeah. I was like, gonna outgrow them in six months. Oh yeah, that's what I always it's, say. It's like, like <laughs> you know, you can't really. I hate that too. Like you get those kind of OG sneakerheads that like to knock people for getting into sneakers late. Because I'm like. Roughly, I didn't get into sneakers till like 2015, but it's like, bro, that's when I was making my own money. Oh, Why I mean, were you going to knock me at that point? Well, I mean, we were into it, you know, when we had our parents buying our school shoes and oh, shit. Oh, yeah, that's but, fair, mean, but my mom you know, was not she, buying we just, had, we just had a limit of what we could get as a kid. Oh, yeah. Like, you if know? you want to go back then, like, really, I didn't start get, really getting into sneakers till like 2012. Oh, no. The 2012, that was that was the the sneaker boom. That was when being a sneakerhead became cool. Yeah, but I mean, Dude, I was still had, just getting Janowski. You, know, like, you had hey. everything coming, man. You had the Galaxy Pack. You had LeBron, Kobe, and KD at their Nike peaks, basically, oh, yeah. where they were. It's like mm-hmm. those three guys had the top sellers out there. Yeah. And Nike basketball was on top of the world in 2012. Oh yeah, facts. You know, like 2000. Going on a tear. I'd say like around 2011 to 2000, probably like 14 or so. Mm-hmm. Like Nike basketball was like the shit. Mm-hmm. It was like everything that they dropped was gold. So let's end off with this. Three things that you think Nike should do. To bring back the hype for sneakers, slash, do better with the consumers. As far as with the the consumers, make the shit fair. 
this sneaker app shit is bullshitted. Like, how many people do you know hit on sneakers on a consistent basis? I probably only know at most two. Exactly. Like, I could probably count. Oh, no, yeah, I can't one count hand. on one hand yeah, how one many hand. people hit on that consistent. Uh, all right. Like, that, that, that's fucking insane. It's like, you make this app for sneakers, for sneaker heads to buy sneakers on, and if we can't buy shit on there. Like, it's nearly impossible for us mm-hmm. to get anything off of it. Like, y'all need to fix that. Alright. That, that's, that's, that's insane. Two, put more of the shit in store. Stop it with this only through the sneakers at bullshit. Put the damn shoes in the fucking store. I agree. Like, come on, man. Like, like it, it, <laughs> it would also bring back that enjoyment of going to the mall. Yes. It's like, that's the, the, even to this day, I still enjoy going to a store and buying something mm-hmm. that I want. Like, it's so much, I don't, it's just different. Yeah. It's a different feel. So, that it, it makes it more accessible. Yeah. Because you always have foot traffic in the mall. Oh, I agree. Always. I agree. So, Put the damn shoes in the store. I agree. You walk by, oh, I like that. I want to get them. Like, you just online, it's like, oh, yeah, it's only on sneakers. As soon as your damn shit on sneakers app opens up, they're gone in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't give anyone a chance. Oh, yeah. So, it's like, put put more shoes in the store. Make the sneaker app, like, actual, actually usable. Yeah. So, people can actually buy shit on there, like, the, the what y'all doing now? This shit's nuts. Oh, like, yeah, trash. Then, as far as bringing the interest back, like I said, bring back shit that people want. You have so many, so many classic sneakers that even the young crowd has seen pictures of, or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. They would like to have them. That they would like to have. Like the Heinekens, for example. The, they've right. been talking about the Heineken that. SBs of. The Diamond Lows, mm-hmm. um, any of those like oh, yeah. classic joints that it's like it resonates with people. Mm-hmm. It transcends generations. Bring that kind of shit back. Granted, you have other old heads like me that are oh some shit needs to stay OG. Don't bring back everything. Come on, man, kill that shit. Like you know damn well that if they were dead out the water. It's man. like you know damn well if they were to bring it back that your fucking ass would buy it. Amen. So it's like, don't sit here and tell them not to bring it back because oh, yeah. it's to stay OG or what. No, like you want to get them too. You would you would jump at the chance to get another <laughs> pair of this stuff. So it's like, don't tell them to not bring it back because you know you would get it. Yeah, you know it's like it like that that'd be something cool for the culture. Like yeah, bring um, back that shit. So I'd say my number three. I'm going to say. Yeah, agree with you there. Start bringing back old, older models that just have not came out in quite a long time. They should do that, but they should they should make it fun. Yeah. Put a poll up. Exactly. What do you think we should bring exactly. back next? Exactly. Yes. Overwhelming votes? Yes. Bring that back. And then to add on to that too, if you're going to make new models, at least do more R&D work. Like at least. I like see what be, people I'm, like, see what people don't like. I'm gonna be frank, man. A lot of the like, especially in Nike basketball. Come on now, the John ja Morant shoe. You know it. It, it, it looks terrible. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, that's all. Yeah. 
Like that. I mean, it looks like. A, like it. Crazy enough, Sabrina in shoe looks way better than the John Moran because yeah. it's simple. It does. Yeah. And that's not even a knock. I'm just saying, like, it, it looks good because it's simple. Yeah. I mean, John Moran's shoe is simple. Yeah, but it's like, it's it almost look, it like looks, a, It looks cheap. Yeah. Like, it, it just looks like it. That's it. Like It just, it doesn't look, the, the quality doesn't yeah. look like it's there. Yeah. So, that, that would be my number three. Like, you're going to bring back stuff, bring it back, plus make it fun. You know, ask... Get involved with the community. Like, what do you want us to bring back? Yeah. Number two. Look, I'm going to catch a lot of flack on this. For some, pre-orders. Oh, that did. It works. Bring the pre-orders. It works. Sire Pre- Collective has proved it works. Pre-order, pre-orders are definitely... Uh, I'm not saying you have to do pre-orders for, for every shit. Not everything. I'm not saying that. But for stuff you know people are going to want, do it. It makes it makes so much sense. Exactly. Which shout out to Devlin Carter, man. He's proved millions of times already it works. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, man. Dev, uh, Dev, Emily on Dior. Dev got it. Emily on Dior. Prove that it works. Like. Bro, pre-order works, man. Exactly. It's like, if you're if you're gonna put out a shoe. And you know that people are going to want the shit. Do you really want to make money? Pre-order that shit. Mm-hmm. If you're bringing out, we'll bring some, some hype like, shit. Bro, like, you told like, me. Like a Travis Scott one. Oh, yeah. Put a fucking pre-order like, on that. Bro, you if you told me. Have? Look, like, come on, man. If, if you told me, look, we're going to bring back the Travis Scott Jordan 1 high and low. Their pre-order is going to cost you. Two fifty. I'd pay it. I would pay it. At least I know I'm getting the shoe. Yeah, it might take like people were complaining about the Amy Leon Dor, uh, five fifty that it took a year. But let's be honest, you can't complain when literally they tell you before you even buy the shoe, it may take up to a year for you to get. I mean, it's just like with with uh with uh Dev over yeah. at Saya. I mean, he, he, tells, he tells you straight up, like, if you pre-order the shoe, you may not get it for, like, four months. Yeah. And, and I pre-ordered, like, three shoes from him, and that's how long it took. Yeah, it took me, like, four months to get yeah, one. Like, I, I, I perfectly pre- fine with it. At I, least I knew I was yeah. getting the shoe. Yeah, and I mean, it's like, I did, because I pre-ordered the, um, the, the fuck racism. Mm-hmm, me too. The vultures. Yeah. yeah. That probably took almost a year. Uh, it took me four months uh, to get mine. Yeah. It, I want to say it took me almost a year. Really? Yeah. It took it took me four months. Yeah, I could be wrong. Actually, no, that's the Inferno. Prime, I was saying prime example. Those uh thunders that came out uh earlier this month. Those things had how two shot drops. Yeah. Next to impossible. Hmm. Then they have the actual release. I didn't hit on none. And crazy enough, those are massively produced. Exactly, dude, especially with, like for saying. now, like it's yeah. like, dude, there was they made so many of those, and I mean, it was still, I still didn't hit, yeah, on any drop on sneakers. Yeah, bro, I, I can't like, even tell on, you the last shoe I hit on sneakers. And the crazy part is, I don't even hit for myself. Like most of the time when I hit it, it's for somebody else. I have to get the home, my homeboys back home. You know, shout to my man's, all of y'all rock with me. They they will enter for me 
And that's how I got those Travis Scott olives. I'm like, it, it, dude, it took, I entered three raffles myself. And I had six people enter for me. And out of those nine entries, one hit. Nine fucking entries, one. One, one hit. I'm like, come on, man, this is ridiculous. Like, it, it shouldn't be that difficult that you gotta have <laughs> your friends and people enter for you and you get 9, 10, 12 people enter for you and you might have a chance. Mm-hmm. A slight chance. Yeah. Like, you should at least be getting two or three if it's that many people. Exactly. But you, you got a slight chance to get one. That, it's so that yeah. I, that's, that's, so that, that's why I say I just kill sneakers at Paul together. Like, if Nike came to me and told me, you can get three things to help us bring interest to people slash help the consumer. Oh yeah, easily. Sneakers app gone. That's the first one straight out the gate. They've they, but they've they've also fucking divulged now where it's uh, they they bring uh like phone posits like we were just talking about. They only bring them out on sneakers app now. Which is stupid. They don't you can't even they used to be at Foot Locker. They don't you can't even get phones at fucking Foot Locker anymore. Oh, like yeah. that's it's at like what? Which is crazy too. Like if it's a basketball shoe, that should automatically be put in stores. Like, House of Hoops used to get all the fire shit. Oh, yeah. And it's like, House of Hoops doesn't get shit now. They yeah. don't get anything. Are you lucky to actually see, like, three different colors of LeBron now? Oh, at House of Hoops, they get, like, the basic of the basic. Mm-hmm. They get the same thing as everyone else. Oh, yeah. That was what made House of Hoops special, was that they would get stuff that champs finish line mm-hmm. anybody else like House of Hoops would have shit they didn't have <sighs> and that was what made them special but it's like now it's like they don't care yeah Nike is greedy with it now they mm-hmm. don't they don't put nothing cool in no stores like prime like okay these right here come out next month again metallic red bones mm-hmm. this is the OG 2012 release they did retro the same this colorway in 2017 as well. This was the only one in 2017 that actually sold out. All of the rest of them that came, they sat forever. This was gone day one. 2012, gone day one. They're coming back again uh, next month. Sneakers app only. This shit should be in Foot Locker. <laughs> I bought these in Foot Locker. They should... Should be in Foot Locker. Like, there should be no reason that they are not selling this in Foot Locker. Like, those white ones that came out. The, uh, that I was trying to get, but I did eventually get them. There were no no stores. Manor was the only place that got them. Manor and Undefeated. <sighs> there was... But those are, like, specialized boutiques. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you go to a mall, there was no store in the mall yeah. that got them at all. That's insane. I mean, at this point, it's either A, like, take them off sneakers and start putting them in your regular, like, chain sneaker stores, or start giving the boutiques more stock. That would work, too. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm good for either one. Like, as long as the shit is in some kind of a fucking store, that's fine. It doesn't matter if it's a boutique, the mall. Fucking something. A store. 
you need to have it in places where you can be people can go there, hold it in their hand, and be like, I either like this or I don't. Amen. Because I mean, you can't you can't always tell online. You know, you might see some right. shit online and you think it's cool, and then when you get it in hand, it's like, nah, I don't like this. Yeah. Well, hey, we'll see. But <laughs> we're gonna get out of here, though. You know, appreciate y'all for listening as usual. And, you know, if we answered y'all, we gonna start doing video. Until next time. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> the butcher coming nigga. Now I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.